Yes, there we go. Southern River Band boys out of Thornley, the Shelter Footy Cast, where you're joined by a couple of absolute experts in the footy realm. Mark Reddings, Will Schofield. Skeet's up and about this morning, aren't you, Skeeter? Hey? I'm very happy. And I'm, I'll tell you why, because there's been rain this week. Now, you might not think that's interesting, but for me, it's really important because, uh, in a nutshell, I went to Bunnings about a <laughs> month ago. Stop was. doing that. About mate. a month ago, and I bought a new hose. And I, my only issue is I don't know how to connect it. <laughs> To the uh, the setup, the, the tap, etc. The tap. <laughs> exactly. You mean, I think you so my wife, tap. I've said to my wife, Victoria, can you help me? She said, no, you're a dickhead. Go and do it yourself. <laughs> so guess what? I've still yet to connect the hose because it's raining. I don't have to worry about it. Oh, well, so the hose is to water the grass, is it? And no, the hose is to the sprinkler when it's hot, you know, in summer. But now that there's got some rain around, I don't have to worry about it. Hopefully for the next six months, I can put it in the shed <laughs> and then maybe even pay someone to connect the hose. So it never got connected. No, it's not connected. Can confirm. <laughs> Very good. Absolute nupty. Uh, socials, Shelter Footycast. Follow <laughs> us over there. Footycast at shelterbrewing.com.au. Uh, watch us on YouTube. Fair bit going on last week with some of the waffle coverage we had. Skater was, you know, Schofield's debut, blah, blah, blah. So that's all over there. Um, uh, we've got the bottle mart roughy of the week for this show. So uh, you you you. You're very happy with yourself. I'm, I'm very happy with uh, you. Your last week, your roughie of the week is still running. Well, who did I run- pick? Who was you my picked Sydney to beat Geelong. <laughs> <laughs> who did Skate pick, Jaden? Have you got a roughie uh, over there? I can't be any worse. North yeah, Melbourne points. to beat. Oh, North Melbourne to beat Gold Coast. I mean, it's not even a roughie. Can you actually pull it? North pull, Melbourne. Pull. They were a dollar twenty-three Gold Coast. Pull a roughie out this week. That'd be nice. Thanks to. I've got eight out. and nine in my real tipping. What about you, champion? <laughs> yes, he's champed him. Righto. This is going to be a good show, I think. Let's get into it. Um, there's a fair bit going on externally of WA in, in footy. Um, Andrew Dillon, of course, is rumoured to have either is getting or has been given the new CEO role. What a role. weird process this has been. What's going let's, on? Let's be honest, because at the end of the day, Gillan McLaughlin, I, I think there's a there's been a push for a long time for Richard Goiter to to keep him as CEO, because he, he's, if you're looking at it, he's done a great job, yes. I think, by and large. And I think he went through the COVID period of being a bit exhausted, um, said, I've had enough. And then I think he was sort of exploring other options, whether it was to go to uh, the Brisbane Olympic Committee and run that, right. uh, the Olympics, um, but whatever's transpired between more than 12 months ago and now... Are they just putting more dosh on the table? Is that how you change someone's mind from I'm sick of it to please No, I, I still think Andrew Dillon will get the job. Right. But, yeah, it's weird. I mean, I'm only going off what Eddie's saying, to be totally honest, because he, he's got the the, uh, the inside good. info. But, yeah, it's, it's weird that it hasn't uh, transpired yet. Andrew Dillon, by the way. Look, I've met Travis Old. I really like him, just yep. just talking with him. Don't know Andrew at all, but he's highly recommended. He's not a big head. He doesn't go out there and... Um, Understated was the word yeah. I saw used to describe him. Which is which is fine. I mean, you think of Peter Volandis in the NRL, completely different. Andrew Dillon, lawyer, came into the, the AFL. Hasn't... And the thing that I guess the AFL was a bit concerned about reading this is that he didn't sell himself well enough. Well... End of the day, if he's the best man or woman for the job, put him in. So yep. I, I hope that's great. Look, end of the day, does it really affect well, well, what footy we, for what we know? Well, maybe, maybe not. But the big issue right now is the Tasmanian yeah. team, right? And so that's a, one reason they want uh, Gil to stick around is to sort of see this through. They've got federal, federal money that's being announced over the weekend with uh, Anthony Albanese. $240 million for the new stadium, which is going to be under, under, under a roof, which is interesting. Well... Do you know how much Optus Stadium cost? Uh, I thought it was closer to seven to eight hundred million. It was one point six billion dollars Optus. It was budgeted at eight hundred. I 
our budget. It costs, it costs them $1.6 billion. To that's, but that's uh, what, five years ago now? Right. So that's Optus Stadium, which is the best in Australia, right? So how many seats is it? 50,000? So Tasmania, maybe 30,000. That doesn't halve your cost, I wouldn't have thought. It's just less seats that go into it. Probably. So we're probably looking, look, like, not that we probably chucked the uh, Travis Kelsey little grab in here, I reckon, but I reckon it's costing you a billion bucks. No, you're rolling. Shut your mouth. I reckon it's costing you a billion dollars to yeah. build a good stadium with a roof. With right? a roof. I can't imagine a roof's very cheap. Uh, mate, the, the money that they have right now, that, that's not getting the job done in Tasmania. Um, so. I watched a little bit of Eddie again where we get a bit of a source of him. Clubs aren't happy at the moment because they've got about 700 to $750 million committed. Where's the other $250 million coming from? It'll be coming from clubs, they think. I'll tell you what the AFL over the journey, though, have done exceptionally well in not committing any money or very little money to, to the building of a stadium. Optus Stadium, AFL didn't, didn't stump up big money for that. Correct, and that's not owned by the AFL, you know, like... Docklands is, but mm. well, or was until yes. they had to sell it because of COVID. Uh, but you know, um, we've also had James Sicily, the captain of Hawthorne, who um, Hawthorne is sponsored by Tasmania, the 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 government it, of Tasmania. Essentially, to preempt what you're about to say, he's sponsored by say um, Coke, yep. and he's come out and said, um, "I'd rather drink Pepsi." That's essentially what he's saying. I don't like the taste, <laughs> so he has said. Um, Look, I'm gonna I'm gonna try and give this as much context as possible. He was asked about him moving to Tasmania, yep. and him playing in Tasmania, and he said, "There's not much happening down there. It could be difficult. I couldn't imagine myself living there." He sums up what a lot of us are thinking. So there's been a big blow up, especially from Tasmanians. Tasmanians are going off their head, right? I've seen Matty Wade was blowing up about yeah, it. I'm sure that. Ricky Ponting's had something to say about it. All, all these people. Uh, Matty Richardson, Alistair like, Lynch. Genuine butthurt Tasmanians. I saw um, uh, uh, the lads from the Traders, so they're, they're Tasmanian, blowing up about it. He's been asked a question about recruiting players to Tasmania. He said it'll be difficult, not much happening down there. I couldn't see myself living there. Hasn't he just said... He said, he said being what, honest. he's been honest, but like you said in your example, if you don't like Coca-Cola and you're sponsored by Coca-Cola, you get a question asked, do you like Coca-Cola? You're probably not saying, no, nah, it tastes like shit, I'd never drink it. No, nah, you probably say, look, um, I'm really happy in Melbourne, but I think it's a great opportunity for a lot of young young people to, to get their chance in the system, whatever it is. Or if it's Coca-Cola, like, oh yeah, like I've, I've, yeah, of course, it's one of the most popular drinks yeah. ever. Yeah, lots of people drink it. Like you can put a positive spin of on it. Of course you can. So he's flying off the hip a little bit. But there's been complete outrage, which I would just like to bring back a little bit. Like, I, I understand that you've got to look after your sponsors, but he's also been asked a question he's given an honest About answer. his own future. Yeah, correct. And he's been, you know, you have to hold yourself in higher regard when you're the captain of the club as well. But we bitch and moan about it when players don't give Robots. us answers that aren't honest. And he's given an honest answer that I would say a higher majority of people think. 80% of players in the system right now, unless yep. you're originally from Tasmania, yep. you would be... Probably thinking that, you know, unless I'm not getting opportunities, unless I've got the big money offer, you're probably thinking the same thing. So, no, James Sicily, I love the way he plays footy. And you know what? He's, he's put a statement out apologising. I'll, I'll read it. I'll read it to you. I want to apologise. This is uh, James Sicily's apology. <laughs> this is a bloke that hasn't done anything illegal, hasn't uh, brought the club into disrepute. This, this, came, this came out about four hours after it did uh, it, which when I saw the first comments, I was like, I can't wait till this apology comes out. <laughs> I want to apologise to anyone I've offended or upset about my comments on Tasmania today. The comments I made on RSN were flippant and do not reflect my views of Tasmania. 
What I said uh, related to my personal situation, that throughout my career, my attachment to Melbourne would have made it hard to live in Tassie full-time. That's not to say there are not many AFL footballers who would enjoy living there. I love coming down to Tassie to stay and play. I visit Tassie, this is the justification, I visit Tassie yearly outside of football to enjoy its golf courses and food. I'm proud of our long-term relationship with the state and I continue to support Tasmania getting its own team. Yeah, so essentially... He's effectively been cancelled by people bitching and moaning. I love the facts. It's just a wild world we live in sometimes. But I think the example about Coca-Cola and Pepsi or something like that is a good one. You need to look after your sponsors when you're you're a player. And when you're the captain of the club, your words mean more. But just in in the same breath... Just calm down. Like, he's just being honest. You don't have to be so butthurt about it. True. But I guess the broader issue here is, and what talking about getting, if this club gets off the ground, the 19th licence, and we won't labour on it too much, but in essence, I think since 2015, yes. I think there's been 17 players from Tasmania taken in the draft. In the same period from the Sandy Dragons, there's been 53. Um, the question is, wow. I think 3% of the current AFL population in terms of players yes. are, are from Tasmania. So the question is, again, is there an issue getting a team off the ground? Um, obviously, the local Tasmanian players will want to play there, but to get that group of West Australians, South Australians, Victorians, etc., to to go there and start off or finish their footy career? Yeah. I, like I've spent time in Tasmania playing. I've got family that live there. I think it's a great place. Like if, if I, you know three, four years to go in my career and you had to said can go down to Tassie on big money. Like they'll they'll they'll, throw they'll the be paid yeah and not saying I would have been on big money, but just for yep. an example say, so, I think it'd be a great place to live. I, I really do. It's- so so if you've got the choice in brief Scoey and you've got family there, but Gold Coast and they find it hard enough to keep people up there given I mean the lifestyle's great, the weather's great. Um well, I, but I they said, struggle. I said the same thing after COVID. I said if Gold Coast had to come and give me an offer during my career, I probably would have moved there if I had known how good it was. It's bloody unreal. It's an amazing place. Yeah. But is it conducive to playing good footy? I don't know. Well, that's probably more on the footy club than it is Gold Coast yeah, the, true. The, the city. Like that's on the players and the coaches and the environment that they've built. So in saying that, I don't think the success and failure of the Tasmanian team will be built on you know, what do you do on a Saturday night? Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, if there's a restaurant to go to, or if there's a... No. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's, that's, that's not how... That's how you win games of footy. Does it sound soft saying the weather is, is a factor for some... Like, yeah, it does sound soft. Yeah, yeah. soft as but butter. It's, but it's true. Geelong does it, right? Geelong's but, got shit weather. But it's true. What is? Well, people take the climate, the... the, the what what the what the city is like at what vibe. If you're a young bloke... If you bi- but if you build a good list with a good coach and you've got a brand new stadium, who gives a shit what the weather is? Like, that's how I would look at it. Yeah, if I'm gonna win, if I'm gonna win, play me in play me in the Antarctic. I couldn't care less. Like that that that's that's I think the players you want, right? You don't want players going down there going, Oh Jesus, cold. Can't can't go out to a nightclub on Saturday night. You want players going, put me in a place I can win. Give me a good coach. Yeah, absolutely. Give me game style. So maybe maybe some players do want to, you know. And the next step is if that if Tassie comes in in twenty twenty seven and yes. I'll be just starting to push towards uh if I'm still doing this, the shot of cast with you. Shot of footy cast. Live from Tasmania. <laughs> we'll, be, we'll be getting on in age. Well, I will be. Um, it's got to be 20. You can't have 19 teams for the foreseeable future. Where's Correct. the 20th coming from? Busso. Busso and Seagulls. Um, mate, we're going to get into some teams. Will Schofield, Mark Reddings, shelter footy cast. I've got this, by the way. I know you do. You had it last week and I didn't call you up on it. 
You were, you were throwing out stats yeah. that I've never heard you say in your life. And I was like, where's Skeeter getting these stats from? And it's right there in your head, isn't it? Isn't well, it? Everyone, well, hang on. Everyone's getting stats from somewhere. Correct. So um, we've just been putting in an email thread, Skeeter and I, and it has some of the best. Like, it's good. It's unreal. It makes me look smart. So if you were listening last week and thought, geez, Skeeter does his stuff, <laughs> he doesn't. <laughs> he does not. He's just looking at the email that I now have in my hand. Uh, Brisbane play Fremantle. I might get the games yeah, right, but have you look at this <laughs> on Saturday at the Gabba? Yes, mate. This is a like this is a. Oh, I, I want to say an unwinnable game for Fremantle. I don't think Fremantle will even get close on the Gabba, in the Gabba. Well, it's all at it's, the Gabba. It's all, all all dependent on what Brisbane bring to the table. If they're switched on, you're right. I can't see it being and, and we. Uh, up there, Brisbane is a five-goal better side, and they're beating teams at the moment by, uh, albeit the Giants and North Melbourne, by plenty um, away from home. Yeah, look, how are they going to get themselves up and running? Uh, Heath Chapman did his hamstring at training oh, the other day, so he's, he's, feel, feel terrible he's gone again. He's a bit injury-prone, the young bloke, and mm. he's, he's still very slight in terms of his frame. And but He has some shoulder issues. Yeah, exactly. Issues Good young now. player, but he's going to miss Frederick, Sam Sikowski. Frederick's out. Frederick's out, and he's gone for a bit. I don't think... Um, Sam Sikowski's going to be right from that calf um, anytime soon. So there's there's the, the Nat Five factor. He ain't coming. Oh, does he come back via the waffle or, or straight back? Surely this this long out, he's got to come back via appeal, doesn't he? I don't know if they will, mate. They did I, last time. They did too. But under different. What were you saying that they want to play him in the midfield? Well, there's talk that you know Justin Longmuir sort of said, oh, we, we'd consider putting him back in there. That that to me is shows that they're they're a bit lost. Right. They're lost at the moment. Um, and on the weekend, I mean, let me throw one at you, which is going to be difficult. Who who step stands Charlie Cameron, who's off seven goals? You know, John Denver's about, they've got it on uh, playback, ready to go up there. Um, the royalty factor's going to uh, go through the roof. Walker's quick enough. Is he even in the team at the moment, Walker? Yeah. He is. Walker's quick enough. I don't know if he has that. What, what beats Charlie Cameron, and we've seen it before, is... You need to be physical with him, and you need to bully him because he's too good. He's too talented. How do you, how do you bully him? You put a bigger you put a bigger player on him. A Luke Ryan. Yeah, probably a, a Luke Ryan. I think maybe that's the guy. You need to put someone who's taller than him because he can jump. He can play taller, um, but they need to be able to run. They need to be able to be quick. They need to be able to move. So you can't put a big, you know, Alex Pierce. You can't put Alex Pierce on him. But I think maybe it's Luke Ryan. But you could you could you could put someone like a Cox on him. I know that sounds weird, but Look, I, I've seen him be beaten, right? He doesn't kick seven every week. And, no, no. and what beats him is physicality and you, you need to bully him a bit because he can go out of games. He's just like any forward. If you go show him the proper respect. But but he's, in saying that, he's one of the best forwards the game's seen in the modern era, really. So you're going to be up up for you know a pretty tough week. I think it's Luke Ryan who gets him. Do you agree? Uh, well, that, that's the name I threw up there. Yeah. So, uh, did you know that since round three, Brisbane has taken 18 marks inside their 50? They're ranked second in the competition, Scully. You're pretty, you're pretty impressed Jeez, with that you've stat. Research well, Skeeter. <laughs> Very good. Anyway, their forward line. Uh, this is, and I did read this, but yes. this is um, coming from this email we've got. Is defensively, Fremantle have been really poor compared to 12 months ago. Yeah. Um, I did have a look at this yesterday, in all honesty. Yes. Um, they've considered 87 points per game, ranked 13th, down from second at the same stage last year, which was 61 points. So that's what an extra four goals a game they're conceding, which I don't if like, you're not kicking goals... Well, yeah. I, I, unfortunately, 
I don't, I don't like to you know, target players, and especially goals kicked on players, but given Alex Pierce's job is stop goals. And his, reputa- and his, he, he, his he, reputation, he had, he's been really good. He had 22 goals kicked on him last year for the entirety of the year. He's had 15 on him in the first six rounds. So that's not... You know, I mean that he's fumbling, he's falling yeah, over. But, but it's not just about him; it's the no, way they're not. playing, and and it's and it's the the system that yeah. he's trying to play within, and he's copying it in the rear end because of it, right? But if you look at the stats individually, he's not having a good season. And um, I, I've heard people say, you know, drop him, don't drop your captain. I, I hated that when they when GWS dropped Keneally. I hated that. But bad luck if you have committed to your captain, and he's your leader. And he's not in form. Dropping him doesn't get him in form. Oh, that that does worse to your team than than good, in my opinion. Mick Malthouse dropped Steve Malaxis um, as captain back in 1990 before a final. Um, and how did that go? They win that final? Uh, well, a, they drew a final against Collingwood. Anyway, but uh, your I, premise I think... your premise is right. In in Alex's Pierce's case, I mean, they're getting they're getting beaten up in the in the middle. Yeah. And so therefore, um, by and large, and I don't know the numbers here. They're probably conceding 50 plus entries a game, maybe 60 a game from the opposition. So. He's not playing well. He's probably down on a bit of confidence, but I would be loathe to to point the finger at just one bloke. I would agree, mate. Who have you got to win it? Well, given what you just said, uh, I can't make any case for for Frio. Um, And given the form Brisbane's in, if if they can get within five... This is Imagine we're saying this six... Seven rounds in, that if Fremantle get within a handful of goals, they've done well. But yeah. that's that's a reality. I think they're going to get spanked. And uh, you watch them win the game, but I'll pick Brisbane. Um, West Coast v Carlton, our other West Australian team. Saturday, Optus Stadium. Jai Cully with the uh, Rising Star nomination. So West Coast had to wait a little while between drinks, but they get Ruben Jimby at the start of this mm. year. And now Jai Cully kicked four goals on the weekend. It's a great result. And Cully's an interesting one in the sense that I'm not sure heading into last weekend's game against Port, where they're, okay, we're going to play Cully forward and this is his... would just fell into their lap that they had to try and improvise and that's what he, happened. Aaron Simo, um, he has trained as a forward, but he's a midfielder playing in the forward line. Yeah. So he said the same about Connor West. He's not a he's not a high-half forward, but they've actually got a tiny bit of depth in the midfield and so the spots they require, you know, with Jamie Cripps out, Liam Ryan out, these sorts of guys... There's actually spots there, and um, you know they're doing a pretty good job. Like the goals Jai Cully kicked, they weren't, you know, uh, Charlie Cameron type goals, but he was in the right spot, right time, and finished. So to kick four goals, you know, in not, AFL, not many people do that. To no, be honest. no, and totally honest, he's obviously got that ability to, to yep. know where they are, etc. He's and, a big boy. One ninety one. Apparently, he's one ninety four. One ninety four. What are you? One ninety five. He's big, mate. From me, that's massive. Huge. Um, it's Crips, Crips size. Exactly. So, in essence, Jai Cully uh, was a big tick for, for the club. Um, Shannon Hoon, I think, Bunga, probably come back from a hammy. Yeah, I think so. I think that could be close to the only one they get back, really, though. So, um, not a great deal of help in the waffle. Um, and they'll, they'll continue on trying to fight through. Um, I, I Speaking about this game specifically, I think there is... Uh, sneaky chance. This is your bottle mark, Ruffy? This is the bottle mark, Ruffy, of the week for me. Start your footy weekend at bottle mark. Grab your shelters where bottle mark has you covered. I'm picking West Coast. Can I tell you why? I've really liked what... <laughs> don't you nod away on a podcast? No one can see. <laughs> <laughs> so, watch on YouTube. so uh, look, I've liked what I've seen for periods against Melbourne, Yep. against Geelong, against Port Adelaide. 
Um, they didn't finish any of those games. Well, the second quarter's killed them the last fortnight. Correct. If they bring the pressure and intensity they've been able to bring in sections of those games for a longer period against Carlton, I think you know those three sides, Port Adelaide, Melbourne, Geelong, they're all very good sides. I don't think Carlton is at the moment. Um, they may have the potential to be, but their confidence levels are right down. Travel to Perth, confidence levels going down. They're playing against a side that they're better than in West Coast. If West Coast start well and get some crowd momentum, I can see Carlton going into their shells a bit. They're still a young side. They haven't proven anything. This last matchup last year, Mackay and Kerno kick five each. They need to get jobs done on those two players. Like they need to stop those two. So Tom Barris goes to the deepest. Okay, and then right. but who's who's the second? Rotham's going to have to get a role yeah. at stages. Um, if Hearn comes back, he can play taller. Um, I don't think Harry Edwards is available. Um, maybe they play a Bazo. Bazo was, yep, sub last week, so I, I could see them bringing a Bazo into the team and but giving him a role. They're going to get ten to twelve shots a goal. You would have thought, Carl, the two big boys. Yep. But by the same token, what we've seen over a long period of time, and I've banged on about this, those two blokes, Mackay and Kuno, may well get Carlton into the finals, but they also might conspire to lose them yep. the final given their goal kicking uh, particularly Mackay he looks I don't know what sort of techniques being used by him but we saw on the weekend uh, the, the trust level for him on set shots is is minimal which is crazy he's a common medalist exactly well I I'm not, that's what I mean about confidence right goal kicking's not that hard skater I got one shot on goal on the waffle on the weekend slotted it it's not that hard right I haven't kicked a footy for two years I'm being serious, and I carry on a bit, but keep everything straight, kick through it, and if you're a decent kick and you've got some confidence, you kick goals. So his confidence is so shot that he's snapping and that he's playing on, that he's going left and right, he's trying to pass the ball. He needs to be, someone needs to grab him by the throat or by the jumper and be like, you are a Coleman medalist, you're, the, you're, the, you're our pillar, you need to stand up. Like he's, he's, he's playing mentally fragile which is, speak to any of the great forwards of the game, Lockett, Dunstall, and Ablett, all these guys, Josh Kennedy, so mentally strong and like rigid that you know they're going to kick that goal. That's their job. That's his job. So he can't do it. Look, I don't have a lot of confidence in Carlton, so that's why I'm picking West Coast, Skater. Yeah, no, I think Carlton, I'm tipping Carlton. I think Paddy Cripps, I think they've got too much quality in their midfield to, yes. to not select them. And they've been off the ball for a couple of weeks. I'm expecting a response from them. I agree, I think West Coast will be more competitive. I think Jesse Motlop's suspension, again, I'm I'm completely confused about... Did you see how he got suspended? No, I didn't. Yeah, Tell against St Kilda, the tackle. Obviously, um, was it Wilkie, whoever hit his head. I, I, I just, I think... And you're an ex-player. How, how are you supposed to tackle a bloke now without... Yeah, I, I, you know, and Jimmy it's, Bartell's come out, and you mentioned on Monday about being able to win the Brownlow despite being suspended yeah. for an incident like that. Well, yeah. you know, I, I fear that... Did Jimmy get, agree with me? No? No, he did. He, he, well, he said that. Yeah, he said that... Well, there you go. He's a Brownlow medalist. Take it from him, not me. Yeah, well, it's, it's, I, I agree it's the fairest and best. I don't think that'll change in the short term, mm. but if there's going to be that many moments where players are suspended for the Jesse Motlop case, I'm going, well, what hope is there? Yeah, probably not a lot. Uh, Will Schofield, Mark Reddings, Shuttle Footy Cast. 
Before we get into the other games, Skeeter, we had two games that we yep. didn't get to review. Melbourne and Richmond got the business done around six on the Monday uh, Anzac Eve. Melbourne get it done, win by 18 points against Richmond. Just a quick summary of that game. I mean, Melbourne looked the best side throughout. Richmond kind of challenged them and... Uh, they fell away did. in the last quarter, which happens a bit like we talk about West Coast and their inability to play at games. Yes, Richmond have been the same. Sydney, they fell away. You're well actually off them, aren't you? Yeah, I've been off them all year. But I mean, they've got injuries. But no, they're, they're Low, lowest they've been since 2013. They're finishing ladder, bottom six, I think. Yep. I mean, and so uh, from a Melbourne perspective, um, you know, let's be parochial. Jacob Van Royen, he was about to be subbed off. <laughs> that was that story? That's hilarious. About to be subbed Good off. Yes, absolutely. Took a mark. Went back, kicked three in the quarter, looked really potent. and, and they, they'd, they'd sent the runner out to get him off, and he took a mark as the runner was running out to him. Took a big mark. The runner got called back, and Goody, uh, good, Simon Goodwin said, just hold it for a second. He took another mark, and then they just left him there. Well, that, that's right. So as Goody did say, you don't have to be you know brilliant from the outset, but when it's your moment, make it count. And that's exactly what he did. And you just know, I think you've got to persist with a, a bloke like him, given the talent we've seen. And he's Correct. got a younger brother who kicked five for the Colts. Um, Saw that. Jacob Van Royen's uh, brother, Sam. So, yeah, no, so I've seen him play. It's You sort of wonder how a Fremantle or a West Coast didn't get hold of him. Obviously. Talking about players, well, because they drafted other people. Yeah, of course they did. Jack, Jack Buller. I was talking about this on Twitter yesterday. Jack Buller plays for Claremont. I played on him two years ago as a 19 year old. I'm a very quick judge of character. I've spoken about that before. He can play. Like I could just guarantee he play the way he moved, the way and I've seen him play well again in the grand final you and I called together. I gave him votes for best on ground in a losing team. How he's not on a list. He's one ninety five. Actually, one one ninety nine. He's tall, can move, can take contested marks. Jack Buller needs to be on a list. So I'm just putting it out there right now. He'll be picked up in the mid-season mm. draft. Yeah, he's probably the most credentialed local player, isn't he? Um, well, how he's not on a list. We're a Fremantle, mate. Well, Fremantle don't have a forward. Yeah. Well, when they recruited, well, they drafted Jai Amos on that basis. Luke Jackson, they traded in for that basis. In all due respect to Jai Amos, he played well in that Gold Coast game. I don't think he's this... He's not the same as Jack Bull. I see Jack Bull as a key forward. Jai, Jai Amos is straight up and down, keep you straight, yeah. great player. But he's not... Bull, big, Buller gets up and down the ground. You're not a contested guy, uh, Jai Amos, as much as, you know, that's that's fine. You can be that. He's not a contested bull. They need that. They need someone competing. I think that's what Jack Bluer is. Anyway, I'm just quick on bull. He's got a bit of a, a calf issue. I think caught calf, so he might not play for Claremont this week. So, but you're right. I think if he's not in the sights of at least uh, a couple of clubs, there'd be something wrong. Collingwood Essendon. I'm giving you a 10 second breakdown. Collingwood down 28 points at three quarter time. Come back and win the game. Um, Anzac Day, great game. Essendon ran out of legs. Couldn't get anything done. It was something like 20 inside 50s to three in the last quarter. Heard Brad Scott speak about that Collingwood side, that they just couldn't get their hands on it. And Collingwood just went to that mode, that mode that we've seen too often now. And they were, they were incredible. So they're, they're a great side. Essendon, I think they're good. Yeah, no, they've won me over with what they did for three quarters. They were sort of par- paralysed in the last quarter, weren't they, just with the way Collingwood went about it. Dacos, 40 and two. I looked at some numbers. Does someone here. please tag Dacos? <laughs> I've looked at his numbers and like, you know, Juddy... I mean, different era, but just he's tag him. He's Brownlow medal favourite. Tag him. Yeah, well, he's favourite in the Brownlow. Tag him. Why not? Why not? Untaggable. Bullshit. No one's untaggable. Show him some respect. So why? Why is not? Why hasn't anyone? It's borderline disrespectful. Honestly, 
No, no one's. I've been watch, I've watched every one of Collingwood's game. No one's gone to tag him and couldn't do it, so they've dropped it. They haven't. They haven't started with a tag. Hmm. Put someone on him. Just put someone on him. First bounce. Just get. Put, I don't know. Put whoever you like on him. Don't leave him. Who are Collingwood playing this week? I don't know. They got Adelaide. Who's a battler from Adelaide? You just put him on. <laughs> Seriously, put a battler on him and just say, mate, I don't care if you don't touch it. He's not to touch the ball. Like a like a defensive forward. Yeah, type. battler. Yeah, Schofield type. Like a battler. Yeah. Um, Dugowie, by the way, outstanding. Collingwood, their last quarter is just they're just a, a team. They go to that mode. You can't stop it. If you the only way to stop it, you need to have the footy because if they got it, they're scoring. Yeah, no, they they are a very good side. But Eston lose no friends whatsoever there. Hopefully they'll be playing. Be playing, be, be playing fine. Mark Reading, Will Schofield, shout out footy cast. Shut your face. St. Kilda v Port Adelaide. Friday night. We don't have Thursday night footy again. Well, that's good, isn't it? Um, you can listen to Dave Money and Will Schofield. For two hours. <laughs> no worry, I'll be sitting back watching the footy and listening to you. Okay, St. Kilda, Port Adelaide. Um, top of the ladder, St. Kilda. Unbelievable. Yeah. But Port's beaten them, I think, 11 out of the past 12 times. So nice. Even in China, I think they knocked them <laughs> They knocked them over <laughs> in China. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, they've got a bit of a, a thing over St. Kilda, haven't they? But I haven't I haven't seen, you know, believe it or not, I haven't seen many of St. Kilda's games this year because of work commitments. But they, they're obviously playing such discipline. Round one against the Dockers, their defence is brilliant. Mate, so they're starting to get players back. Yeah, exactly. They've, they've got turning. steel. Yep, right. still. Like, it was not quite at his best last week, which he, is a good sign. But, but but he's their best player. Like, if we're honest, he's their best player. And he's only just come back into the side. King apparently isn't too far away. He'd probably be their second best player yeah. if he's playing. So he's come off shoulder, Rico. Jack Billings, I would say, over the past couple of years, has been in their top five best players. He had um, he returned to the VFL last last week. Yep. Um, and they've, they've, got, they've got depth now. And so that was the issue at the start of the year, and they won. Now they've got depth. You'd back Ross Lyon in to continue the mode going? Yeah, I'm tipping St Kilda. But, yeah, again, Port Adelaide, they have they have probably the, the type of player to, to trouble. They, they play well under the roof. Um, I still don't rate Port Adelaide. No. I don't rate them as highly as other people do. Well, how, I think people rate them as a, as a top eight team. I'm not sure that they've got them in the top four. Um, Charlie Dixon's got a fitness test, so they... I would say Port Adelaide to be competitive. They need Charlie Dixon into the team. Um, they got not touched up, but they got beaten in the ruck by you know Bailey Williams because mm. they dropped Scott Lysett. I, I did wonder last week with with the dropping of Lysett, was it an opportunity given they were playing West Coast? To who, who's the young lad that came in for um, Lysett? He's a he's a young West Australian lad. I called it. Oh yes, so Teekle. Yes, Teekle. Bryn Teekle. Bryn yeah. Teekle. So he played one yep. out in the ruck. I, I think. Ken Inkley, smart coach, has gone, we're going to beat West Coast. Uh, let's, get, see what... let's get the young kid to go one out. I wouldn't be surprised if Lysett comes back into the side this week against uh, Rowan Marshall, who is a very good ruckman. Yeah, no doubt about it. Um, Saints under the roof Friday night. And Ross, he's just coaching superbly, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Um, whether he's whether he's got the team to, to finish top four, but we're, we're, they'll play finals now. St Kilda for you, St Kilda yep. for me. Sydney v GWS, Saturday at the SCG, the Sydney Derby. What do they call this? The Battle of the Bridge. Battle of the Bridge. Sydney, uh, gee, they're down on defenders, aren't they? I think Dane Rampey, uh, the McCartan brothers. And had Mills play fullback on tour. Yeah. I don't know, have you ever met um, Callum Mills? No. Uh, great bloke, um, strong, inside mid. He's not that big. Have you ever met Tom Hawkins? 
Tom Hawkins is 197 centimetres, about 120 kilos. He a big full forward, and they had Mills playing on him. So that summarises what they were doing. Look, it's it's very difficult to win without key backs in your team, Skeeter. Backman, very important players. You know, just love the trumpet that you keep blowing. So they don't play Franklin, probably. Um, you're on the money there. He's not going to kick his 50. He's not kicking 50. And, uh, Do we have something on that? Do we put a bet on that? No, I didn't put I was just giving you some words of wisdom, Scully. Oh, but God, that'd be it, the first what's he got wrong with podcast, him? Hey? What's he, what's, has he got a calf or something, has he? I don't know. I actually don't know. He's sore. Anyway, he's, he's not fit. And Ramp, he's not playing. This will be his last not year. Playing. Correct. Um, Angus Sheldrick, just for West Australian fans, had 39 and two goals in the VFL. He's a bull, a little yeah, bull. They like him. I wouldn't be surprised if he gets to play. GWS, <clears throat> um, Callan Ward out due to that suspension. Uh, Tom Green, though, comes back into the side. He's he's probably their best midfielder given that Hopper and Taranto yep. are left. So. I think this is a contest, but I, I, I really see Sydney as <clears throat> excuse me, someone who still competes this year and they beat GWS after a 90-point dropping to Geelong. Yeah, not too many teams get beaten by 15 goals and then thump their next opponent. And right. jo- the Giants have been the, – the margins have been not yes. not huge. So they'll be I – think, I think they'll be competitive, but Horse will get – it's at the SCG. Horse at the SCG. I think Horse will get them get them rolling. But really? I, I don't think it'll be a, a... Himmelberg, Hogan, and Toby Green are their three forwards. So Toby Green, you can play someone small on. Hogan, I think you can play a smaller back, like a, I don't know, like a Blakey maybe. But then Himmelberg can mark, and Himmelberg's a big forward. He, he's one player that I think yeah. uh, end of the season. It'd be whether up. or not they can shut down. Well, yeah, why, why are we talking about trade so early? It's round six. Because we've got nothing happening in WA footy. God, not not you and I. I mean, I see it all the time. Like, this this club's interested in Himmelberg. But mate, that to be to be honest, like there's a guy in the NRL called Jack Whiten who's leaving Canberra to go to South Sydney mm. in 2024. So so that's been confirmed. So that's six months away for it. But they confirm it. They get it done, dusted. You know what the argument is? That NRL is a shit sport. And no one likes it, and that's why Western Bulldogs. Oh, who are we picking? Sydney Edge. Uh, Sydney, and yep. just just for your reference, it is the second. Well, in our <laughs> world, the second uh, most populous, popular yeah, winter maybe. code. Yeah, in Sydney and Queensland. In Australia. Yes. In Australia. Sydney and Queensland, maybe. Not, not, well, in, Sydney Melbourne. Queen- not in Melbourne and Western Australia. Yeah, okay. Well, let's just stay in our little bubble, will we? West- <laughs> Western Bulldogs v Hawthorne Marvel Stadium. After a pretty good crack at a good side last week in Adelaide for the Hawks. Yeah. And Western Bulldogs completely destroying the Fremantle Dockers in the midfield. Do you see this one... As a close one, I don't personally. I think Western Bulldogs are starting to hit their straps. There's been some talk about this handball club, which um, uh, I saw Adam Trelaw speak about it on his podcast, and he was having a good laugh about it because it got highlighted and they were showing all clips of guys doing all little flick passes, right? They train it. And they know they do. And unless the umpires are calling a throw every time, they're going to continue to well, do it. Well, half the time, and we doing the broadcast on, on Friday night, you could tell it was a flick pass, but quite often the umpire, and it wasn't their fault, that they were just, they, they couldn't see it. They were blindsided. They're not going to call that. You're, no. not, you're not going to call it because then it starts getting controversial as what a handball and what isn't. Yeah. Like if you've got a closed fist and you, you're hitting your ball with it, like is there an amount of force you have to hit with it? No. You just have to show the action, don't you? Yeah. So, look, I, I think the Bulldogs get this done quite convincingly. Yeah, I think you're right. And I was so impressed with their midfield, um, their big forward started to sort of click a bit. And uh, their defence has been a bit more sturdy. I mean, after a bit of a shaky start, Alex Keith and co, I think uh, starting Liam Jones, really impressed with him. So, no, uh, theoretically, you look at that team on paper, they're, they're a, 
a top eight side and and even north of that. They'll miss Liberatore. He's a really yeah, important concussion. player, right? So the, what he does, he's a scrapper. He's in under the contested stuff. Bonton Pally's having a year. Um, he'd be right up there in, in the Brownlow votes at the moment. He's absolutely dominating. Um, so they've got a great midfield. Mitch Lewis is a chance to come back um, after... They need him, don't they? Yeah, after missing a, you know, a fair, fair chunk of time. Did he come, is he coming off from an ACL? Is that no, right? I'm not, not sure it's an ACL, but he, he's had... Shoulder? No, I thought it was a knee. No, I'm pretty sure it was no, a knee. He, he stretched his ACL. Like it, was a, yeah. it, was a, it wasn't a partially torn no. one, but... It, yeah, it was a knee injury. But yeah, right, missing the first... So he's... he's a, Gun Will him. Day comes back. He was having a really good season before he was suspended for that sling tackle. He got mm. two weeks for it. Um, he comes back and there'll be a, a big important part. But I think Bulldogs too good in the dome. What yep, do you think? Do- dogs for me. So remember, you got to pick a rough of the week. Yeah, Thanks to Bonamar Skeeter. Okay, mate. Melbourne v North Melbourne. That tickle your fancy Saturday at the MCG five twenty five. No, <laughs> North Melbourne coming off uh, fourth straight loss. I think we're starting to see the real North Melbourne. To be really honest, um, they're up and about for a few games under Clarko, but I don't think they'll beat many teams for the rest of the year. Um, could be wrong. Usually, I'm wrong, but I don't think I am this time. Gorn um, comes back uh, last week uh, and plays. I think sort of as we said, fair bit of time well, forward. forward. Yeah, um, and and he and he was good. Um, North Melbourne on the other side. Look. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think they, they, they struggled with a bit of uh, depth. Simpkin came out of their midfield last week and they really struggled through there. Uh, LDU has tapered off a little bit after a really strong start to the season. Um, they'll need to get a really strong contest in their midfield against an Oliver, a Petrarca and co to even stand a chance. But I really don't think they do, to be honest. No, nor do I. And Jack Viney, fresh off the medal. Uh, when did they play on Monday night? So uh, the Demons, I, I agree with you. They're not the finished product just yet, but they've got, they'll have... Far too much for North. I'd um I'd like to see Wardlaw get a game. He had twenty three disposals in the VFL. He's one of their high draft, draft picks. Yeah. Um, and there, and there's been re- some really good you know chat about him both in socials and perhaps as a just yeah, Clark are just maybe it's just a yeah a, a a cool sort of smooth entry as opposed to yeah, soft entry. Yeah. yeah. Like you know you see what there's been a lot of chat about. I saw an article with Drew Banfield on on Ruben Jinby um with with Duff and Code Sports and. It's an interesting concept, you know, looking at Jimby straight in the middle, just a you know, mm. baptism of fire effectively, or you can do the, the build up and ease them in. So I think sometimes it depends on the player and personality as well, not just just not just the way they play, but um and, and I thought the other interesting thing was um Sheasel was tagged last week, kept to under ten touches in. Yeah. Gone for um Holman did it, I think. Yeah. So look, Sheasel's not Dacos. But Sheasel was doing whatever he wanted in that forward line, in that back line for five weeks. You put someone on him, and he doesn't get a touch. So, hello, Nick Dacos and co. Maybe just put someone on him. Like a Holman type. We'll get into that game soon. Essendon v... Uh, who are you picking? Melbourne. Yep. One, two, three what? games remaining. Yeah, settle down, bro. Bottle mark, roughly of the week. Essendon v Geelong, Sunday at the MCG. Early game for us. The brothers face off for the first time. Scott v. Scott. Well, yeah, exactly. Uh, short break, isn't it, for Essendon? For those two clubs. By yeah, way, yeah. Also. First short break for, for the Bombers. Well, they play Tuesday and what, what day is it? Sunday. So five days, which, I don't know. Can you, it's, it's five and six day breaks. I mean, how five, much how much does a seven day break mean to a six day break? Um, when you travel Travelling. a lot. If you're in Melbourne, I wouldn't have thought a great deal. Six to seven. But six to five is a difference because, I mean, break down the week, yeah. you... Okay, so you play, that's game day. The day after is full recovery, you yes. know. Um, the day after that, you do sort of a light training session. Um, 
you can't train two days in a row. So if we're talking about a five-day break, you've gone recovery day after, mm-hmm. light training session, that's day two. Day okay. three, you can't you can't train that so day. So captain's run day four. And day four is the day before the game. So you don't get a main training session. No. Um, so it's very much a recovery-based week when you have a five-day break. Whereas a six-day, on that fourth day, which is the day before and a five-day, it's two days out and you can get a decent session in. Mm. So... Look, they, they won't have a good training week, but they'll recover and they'll be right to go. You just wouldn't want to do it two or three weeks in a row. And having someone like Laverde um, in defence... He's had a pretty good year, but... Is, is he, well, we're trying, trying to think of who they who they use effectively for, right. for the two big boys, um, right. Hawkins and, and Cameron. Um, yeah, look, it's very hard to go against Geelong. They have... I, I know you don't think they're back yet, but they're... Well, they haven't beaten anyone good. That's no. why. No, like, Sydney's good, but they don't have a backline. So yeah, Essendon is good, but I think I reckon the five day thing. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to I'm going to pick all, uh, Geelong here just because of that that element. And I'd have I'd have Geelong off a eight day break. To be really honest, like I'm I know I've said that Geelong are back, but they're a good side, and I think they're better than Essendon. Yeah, I agree. All right, perfect. Um, Geelong win Richmond v Gold Coast Sunday one twenty p.m. Uh, Skeeter hates Richmond. Um, no, no, I just don't think they're they're on an upward so, trajectory. So there's no, this isn't up. Well, you're picking Gold Coast. Is that your bottom mark? It might be my bottom mark. Well, is but, it? Because well, either that or it's Adelaide v Collingwood. And I could go Adelaide as my roughie. Okay, yeah, you can do either. Yeah, well, let, me, let me. Okay. This is a tough game, actually. Yeah. Richmond Gold Coast. Not as easy as what you think. Yes, but like it's not against two superpowers, is it? No, it's a reverse blockbuster. Um, <laughs> uh, Took Miller's out, so we don't know how long he's going to be out for, but he's out with a knee injury. That's a big loss for Gold Coast. Um, I'm not convinced on anything from Gold Coast from two weeks ago. They beat North Melbourne last week. Yeah. Who really cares? Yeah. Um, I'm picking Richmond. Richmond hasn't won at, since Harvick came out and said we don't like playing it. They haven't won at Marvel since. Really? They haven't won there since. You picking Richmond? Yeah, I am, but uh, just... Not convincing. Uh, only because of Toot Miller. If Toot Miller's playing, I'm probably tipping Gold Coast, but again, you're right. It's a, a vanilla game. He's their best player by a long time. Yeah. Long way. Uh, Noah Anderson's a very good player too. All right, let's move on from that. Adelaide v Collingwood, Sunday, Adelaide Oval. Yeah, this is this is the match of the round, isn't it? Yeah. Um, Collingwood favourites, deservedly so, uh, doing everything right. Um, but Adelaide, I've been on their train for, for a bit now. I... Really like the way they their, their forward line, the the mids as you said, Rochelle going in there, creating um, extra extra drive. Yes. Uh, no, I I like a lot of then the unheralded back line. You know. Yes. Has been been really good. Blokes, like hadn't really like um, is it Hind and mm-hmm. um, Butts. Do they? Do they? Yeah, they're Murray. Been, yep. Yeah, just yeah, but I like them. I, I think they're playing really good footy. I, I think this. I think they can get. Get Collingwood, even though I think Magpies have won their past five or six against the Crows. Adelaide, number one in the competition. Um, First quarter's a good. Contested possession, number one. Yeah, that's... Number one in the comp. So that, that means their midfields are... That they're getting it done. And that's on the back of a little bit of Dawson. But I think Laird looks like more of an inside player this year than he has in the past. He's been very much a receiving player in there. And he's a user and he's a good user. But... Looks like he's getting a little bit dirty in there with Rochelle and Rankin coming mm. through. They need that inside stuff done a little bit better. So are you telling me that you're picking Adelaide as a bottle mark roughly yeah, of the week? Well, well I, you have to, to be honest, because yeah. you don't you know well, the games. There's, and to be brutally honest, they're not a roughie. Like, you've picked the Eagles who are, who yeah. are rank outsiders. Yeah. So but, I'm playing by the rules and you're just you know, taking well, no, the easier out. Yeah. No, well, that's that's not, not fair. You picked three roughies last week, so yeah. I'm, I'm allowed <laughs> to give you one that's not so much of a roughie. Yeah. Uh, 
Adelaide, look, I think Riley O'Brien, talking about the ruck situation at Collingwood, um, he, he could have a, a day out. Um, yes. Yeah, I, I, I'm going to go with Con- uh, Adelaide. I'm, I'm looking for the best stat off this sheet here, Skeeter. Um, this is one to... You've got to pick Adelaide. You've, you've picked Adelaide. Yeah. Okay. This will support you. Since round three, the Magpies have scored 37.5 points per game from intercept possessions. Yep. Right? That sounds like a number. That's ranked 17th in the competition. They can't intercept and score, Skeeter. So maybe, as long as Adelaide just... You don't know, turn it over. Yeah, don't, well, maybe you want them to turn it over because Collingwood can't <laughs> score <laughs> off them. Oh, what a, what a man. I'm tipping the Crows. You're tipping um, the Magpies. Yep, that's correct. I got Collingwood to win this one. It's going to be a good way to finish off the weekend, I would have thought, Skeeter. Yeah, that's the best match of the weekend. Um, anything else floating around on that basis? No, I think no, that's the best match. Done and dusted. Will Schofield, Mark Redding, Shoulder Footycast. I forgot to ask, did you get your hands on a root stout yet? No. No, well, okay. I'm day 33, Sky. We've got another Perfect. 17 to go. Keep forgetting. And... Keep forgetting. Yeah. Are you going to crack the lid? Are you gonna... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what do you reckon? <laughs> <laughs> but I feel actually good. Like, it's nice to wake up yeah. and get on a Saturday, which you not a... Well, maybe you are starting to get into that phase. Of yeah. Just, I'm just... Not, I told you, I'm not drinking that. that much. I just, just enjoy it. You had a couple of... You had a bit of a hit out. Around the chili peppers were in town. And, couple of, yeah. <laughs> and a couple of, couple of weddings. And <laughs> you were up and about. Yeah, I was. I was. So, um, and then I ended Shelter up on the couch. Lying on the couch. <laughs> Drink, drinking with Tommy from the shelter. Couldn't even walk. Uh, I'm going to finish off with a, a PTI. A little yeah, bit of back, yeah, back and forth. Um, I'm going to try and argue against you because I know which way you're going here. Thursday night games should be a fixture every week. Correct. <laughs> Give me something. Why? Why? Yeah. I've already explained this. It's a, it's a given <laughs> that it's it separates even on a Saturday the ability to, to be able to watch most of the matches as opposed to head-to-head, which unfortunately we get now that the Friday, Saturday, Sunday um, system rolls. Only think Saturdays. So you, so you want you want the opportunity to watch Richmond and Gold Coast by itself, do you? You don't want to be able to change off that. You want to, you want to sit no, down and watch that absolute putrid matchup. No, the, the more obvious point I'm making is that Thursday night, I think, is accepted. It's been part of the diet now for a couple of years. I think, I think there's an appetite for for people to either go to the footy. I don't think there's an issue with people going to the footy on a Thursday night. Um, but when it gets spread out, is what you're talking about. On but, the but, part, but no, the main thing is having the Thursday night game. I think I think there's a lot of merit to it. I think it's been accepted. Unlike Monday night footy, which was trialled and trying to replicate what happens in the NFL. Uh-uh, doesn't work here. I agree with that. That's a stinker, Mel. Yeah, it doesn't work. But Thursday night, I think, has got a lot of leverage. Now, I know there's an issue with uh, short turnarounds, etc. at the moment, but I can't see why we don't have Thursday night footy. And you clearly don't agree with me. Well, no, I don't. Um, why don't you like Thursday night be- footy? Because it because it, because it it draws the weekend out too much, mate. I just want to who, sit who down. Want, who, I'm working, mate. Who wants a weekend shortened? We I'm want wor- it drawn out. I know, but I'm working, mate. I've got Thursday night footy to worry about. I can't get my tips in. Worried about my fantasy team. It's bloody hard work, mate. I've got a lot of stuff going on, right? So you're being concerned about having a game on Tuesday. Yep. And this must be tough this week because you've got a game on Tuesday and a game fr- do we have Friday. A, do we have, we don't, yeah, correct. I don't like it. We had, mate, it feels like the, the season, the, the round just finished. And we're, there's a, well, imagine if there was, was a Thursday game. It was unusual. It wouldn't be a Thursday game this week because of the, it was a Tuesday, Anzac Day. But th- you're the only person I know that doesn't like Thursday night footy. Yeah, I hate it. Because like it interrupts you, what, getting your tips in? Yeah, correct. Mate, I've got a lot on my plate. Oh, really? Have you a lot on your plate? <laughs> what? You don't, think, you don't think people listening to this with two kids, a mortgage, you know, working... You they know. can't be that busy. They're listening to a podcast with <laughs> you and me. <laughs> Shelter Footycast on socials. Give us a follow. Footycast at shelter.com.au. Uh, watch us on YouTube. Listen to us as a podcast. And if someone knows how to uh, install a hose on a tap, give us a call. I need your help. Bye-bye.
Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work.